everybody, and thanks for joining us once again at the Lost Kings Podcast with Brother David James Jardine Jr. Welcome, one and all. We truly appreciate you stopping by and checking us out. You know, I really want to thank all the listeners. You know, and on the last episode, I mentioned that we now have listeners in Ireland and the United Kingdom. So thank you for joining us. Hopefully you continue to listen. And uh, thank you, everybody, for, for listening. And thank you to the supporters. We truly appreciate it. You know, I would like to remind everybody that from the last podcast we spoke about, I spoke about um, how my wife and I helped um, feed a homeless man. And we have decided to uh, make that uh, a thing. So we're going to be using proceeds from this podcast and also our personal money to um, purchase food and, and to figure a way how to get out, get outside and to help feed the homeless. So that's something that we're working on. And, and I really want to thank the supporters and everyone that had been a financial blessing to this podcast, because again, we was able to use those proceeds to help others. And that's what this is all about. You know, you know, um, and just in case, if anyone else would like to be a part of helping us or help aid that or help fund that, you can you can definitely go to the homepage on this podcast and tap on the supporter button and it will bring you to, you know, how you can support. And it's very simple. And it's, there's three ways you can pick one of three ways you can you can give ninety nine cents per month if you like. You can give $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month. Thank God we have um, supporters in all three of those categories. And, you know, I have a, a, a beautiful friend of mine who sent sent uh, this ministry $100 to help aid this ministry. So thank you, brother. I truly appreciate that. And God bless you and your family. And so you know so there's there's always a way he did we did that through uh cash app i believe that's how we did that so i mean if if you just want to do a one-time gift to help to help out uh you know you can do that as well we have a message button on this app and you can leave a message you know how else you can help or you know so anyway we appreciate it you know we're not begging anybody for anything but i just want to let you know that the opportunity is there if you feel it in your heart to to help others as we are doing, you know. So anyway, um, you know what? Let's let's go into prayer and bow your heads with me and, and and let me pray. You know, for this eve, this is the eve of the election night, and I believe that um, prayer is essential all the time and now more than ever. So, Heavenly Father, thank you, O Lord, our Savior, Savior, and our Redeemer. Thank you for your mercy and thank you for your grace and all your protection and your guidance. Heavenly Father, I pray that on tomorrow, as the ballots go forth and they're counted, I just pray that your anointing is over it, that all the corruption will be seized. And that the proper candidate will emerge victorious. And on the other side of that, 
I just thank you for all that you are doing for us and how you are blessing this podcast to be able to reach out to help others. So I hope and pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Thank you, everyone. So let me let me say today's scripture because I have a scripture here and I'm just going to touch on a couple of things. It's not going to be too long of a episode. I just wanted to I really just felt like I needed to just do an episode before the elections. I, I think it was more important. I wanted to be able to put out a, a prayer um, over the election and over everybody that's going out and that there's safety and, and protection for those who are going out to vote you know there's a lot of hatred out there so just everybody be careful be safe and you know stay in prayer but today's scripture is um, out of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 and it reads for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them that's important you know that's a serious scripture because what what that part means when he says which God has before ordained that we should walk in them we were ordained by God before we even entered through the canal of our mother you know sometimes some people you know they think about their background think about where they came from who they came from, how their mother was, how their father was, and so on and so on. But um, it, it was before that. It wasn't our, our parents. We might have came through our parents, but we started through God. So, okay. I, you know, anyone that's been listening to this podcast, they, they heard me say this scripture. And I'm going to say it again real quick because this goes into what I'm about to speak on. Uh, Jeremiah 29 11 for I know the plans I have for you declared the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope in a future that's a powerful scripture note check this note out when you don't know why something was made you can easily abuse it. It doesn't make sense to ask the creation what its purpose is, but ask its creator. You know, and this is this is not something new. This is something that has been that has been, you know, thousands of years. You know, I want I want to give an example of something. You can have, okay, say for example, you have a handicap ramp. The handicap ramp is used for handicapped people to go up and down with a wheelchair or or they can walk, but they can't get up the stairs, all that good, so it's easy for them to take a ramp. But then you have the young skateboarders that say, oh, we can use that ramp to skateboard and do tricks and things like that. So now what you're doing, you're taking something that was meant to be used for one thing and you're, you're, 
you're disrupting it and using it for something else. I mean, I can think of a thing that, you know, the kid's getting ready to run, he's getting the speed up and he's getting ready to jump on the rail and slide down. And right at that time, an elderly person is getting ready to walk up, go up that ramp. Now, the elderly person can't get out the way. The young person's force is carrying so strong and you can imagine it could be a very bad scene. Okay, another example, aerosol cans. I mean, we got aerosol cans all around the house, clean and this and that. Now, this might be a term you might not have heard in a long time, and you might not even heard of it, but huffers. Huffers are young people that take aerosol cans, spray the stuff into a cloth, and then inhale it so they can uh, feel a sense of uh, high or something like that so so the reason why I'm mentioning these things is because like I like what I said in a note you know when you don't know why something is made you can easily abuse it you know it doesn't you know so so now let's go to the third example which is us as human beings you we don't want to abuse what God has given us there's a purpose for our life something we're supposed to be doing something we're supposed to you know god has already uh set it in motion what we're supposed to do but what are we going to do are we going to pray and believe that he's going to lead us into that path or maybe we just feel that we're you know comfortable where we are i'm i'm fine right where i'm at but what what will happen if you get complacent in where you are if you get complacent where you are you won't move forward. You will stay right there. So if God has a major plan for you, but you're setting your way right where you are and you don't move forward, you're not going to experience what he has planned for you. Okay. This is, this is a, a illustration that you might've heard. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have, I mean, there's many ministers I know that speak on this. When an eagle, when an eagle has eaglets, that's they're called baby eagles, eaglets, I believe that's how you pronounce it, are in the nest, and now it's time for the eagle to, to show the eaglets that they have to start fending for themselves. It's time for them to leave the nest. This now, this is not the story that we're the. You might have heard this, and I don't believe that this is true, because this made more sense. They don't just kick the bird out, you know, out the nest. What the, what the eagle starts doing, it starts breaking down the nest. It starts taking out branches. And, it, and then another thing that it does, it picks the fur off of the eaglet in certain parts, like a little bit underneath. So what happens is the now the skin is exposed and some of the, the burrs of the sticks or or the thorns in the branches start making the, the eaglet uncomfortable. So if we don't, if we stay too comfortable, we won't move forward. So in this illustration, the eaglets are starting to feel uncomfortable and they're getting to the point that now they know they're going to have to leave the nest because it's not as comfortable as it was. So they're going to have to, they're going to have to jump out of the nest so then they can spread their wings and soar. 
and then they soar to wherever their their next branch or what then now they start getting their instincts of how to start um looking for food as it's soaring and so on but the thing about it is if you didn't if the if the eagles the eagle did not make the the nest uncomfortable the eaglet would have never left now of course we can use that in illustration as far as in in home with your kids and you know what happens why do the kids why do most kids want to leave home so quick it's because they are starting to feel uncomfortable with, with, where they're living they're not allowed to be do things where they want to do so they're uncomfortable so they want to leave the nest so they can go and do what they have to do you know my wife has this thing that she she mentions and it's very powerful because most children shouldn't really leave the nest <laughs> they should stay home and still go to school and everything but but if 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 the family stay closer then the children that are becoming young adults and becoming adults what they do they can they can help build the nest they can help strengthen the nest so this is like a a contrast of what i was saying as far as how the the eagle destroys the nest so they can leave but the thing about it is an eagle doesn't need that nest don't the need the eagle only needs the nest just to just to raise the eaglets uh, uh to a point that where they can be on their own so it's a little different to make that kind of illustration to someone in the house however i mentioned these illustrations to bring out this point we as human beings children of God when when we start getting too comfortable with what we've learned or maybe studied or, or or let's put it like this some people listen to the preachers preach on Sunday morning and they never after Sunday morning is over they never open their Bible they never read a scripture they never even listen to any gospel music or anything they go on about their life so what happens is the person becomes so comfortable in that that's how they are going to miss the blessings that God has for them because God doesn't want us to stay stagnant he wants us he wants us to grow cuz see as we grow as Christians we will be able to help others we'll be able to um hear the soft whispers of the holy spirit to lead and guide us to do something to help others. But if you stay stagnant and you only listen just to the preacher on Sunday and nothing else, you're not allowing yourself to grow spiritually. You know, that's what this is really all about, you know. You know, life life has a lot of meaning to it. And and we as individuals need to get more uncomfortable with where we are because God has something else for us. And in 99% if it's it's not it's for us but it's for someone else. You know, God God is not raising me up to be the man of God that I am just for me to receive blessings and that's it. The blessings that I get is that he's using me to some degree to help others and that's where the satisfaction comes in and you know it's just so important i mean if we just think about just ourselves if i'm just thinking about 
just the way I feel or how good my family's doing and not be concerned about others, then we're missing the point. You know, evil has a way of trying to divide and conquer or to even to make you feel complacent to a point that where you don't you don't feel like you need to try to to learn more i mean i think it's so important you know okay here you are einstein the brilliant scientist doctor many times over i believe he was close to either 90 years old 80s and his i think late 80s right before he passed away and he was still studying new doctrine new doctor he was he was he was working on becoming more of a doctor and, and they had they had it written that someone asked him why are you still studying he said cuz i'm still alive as long as he was still alive he still was trying to learn you know so many of us have already graduated high school college or or whatever and and now we're working and then that's it there's nothing else but that's how evil will try to get you to that complacency spot in your life because if he if he can keep you stagnant then he knows that you're not learning more about our father he knows that you're not getting closer to the goal that he put you here for each and every one of us are here for a reason and I mean it's true I mean this evil is here for a reason too but but God is here God will be defeating evil actually he's already defeated it but he will be it will be eradicated in the future so I believe you know when I when I look at this as as a whole I, I see a tremendous and a terrible amount of evil and sometimes you know we look at the evil as you know some people look at evil as how people are rioting some people look at evil how people are not saying anything some people look at evil how some people are hurting others this is a lot of a lot of different evils in the world today and it's not a mistake you know the devil is very busy and he's trying to disrupt everything that he possibly can to keep us stagnant and not growing you know this pandemic as much as a curse as it is it has literally helped me to reinvent myself to hear the voice of God in my prayers crying out to God what what is that what am I supposed to do I'm studying I've been studying I'm still studying and it's when he spoke to me and said you can laugh at this and it's ain't funny to me too but when he said podcast I had to ask my wife what is a podcast what is that I laughed I la- literally laughed when I felt this the soft voice tell me to start a podcast like I don't even know what a podcast is what is that well find out so I had to figure it out do a little studying and and here we are you know we're approaching 400 played you know got a lot of wonderful comments we have people that are supporting and and we have already been able to help um, uh, 
put food in, in the pantries throughout church and 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 there's other things planned that's already that's in the works at this at this time. I I wouldn't have no idea that that this is something that God wanted me to do. I mean, it's easy for me to think that uh, what I'm about to say, someone that I know is listening to what I'm saying, and they're gonna be talking about me like who's he think he is and blah blah blah. But God, God said, don't even worry about that. Just just speak. I'm supposed to speak about God. Talk about things that happened in my life. Why? Why did He take me through all those different things in my life? Now I know. For me to talk to someone to help them to to see that no matter how difficult life is, God has a plan and He will bring you through it. Now I'm watching something that I haven't seen possibly in 25 years, maybe more. The Ten Commandments with Charleston Heston. I'm at the first part, I'm in the intermission, and I forgot how amazing it is. I mean, yes, there's some things that's incorrect, but you can't expect for them to get everything correct in three hours, talking about the whole journey of Moses, you know, from then to when he, with Joshua, and how you can't get all of that in the Bible. If you read the Bible and if you you study it, if you you'll see how much details is not in the movies. But that's okay. the The main premise of it is there, and I love it. I, I'm really I'll probably after I after I uh, end this podcast tonight, I'll probably go back and finish watching it because I was amazed. But the part that just came to my mind. The fact that when he left Egypt and he was in the wilderness and and how they they did depict how tough it was for him. They only gave him one day, uh, one day of rations of food and water. Now, I have to go back to the Bible to see if that's exactly how that was or not. But I think he left because he had murdered. He killed somebody. And he left. They, they kind of do it a little different. He did kill somebody in the movie, but it was a little different than the way the Bible was. But again, the premise was pretty much basically the same. He, he had to go. And when he went, it was tough. So same thing for us. We going through things in life. It's tough. But then if you find a nice, comfortable spot. And then, oh, this is good. I'm, I'm going to stay right here. He If he would have stayed where he when he ran when he ran into his his future wife to be her father and them now they they moved around it wasn't like it was like uh you can go to brooklyn and the building you can go to brooklyn uh 40 years ago and the same buildings there or they built something no it's not it wasn't that they they moved they they moved their tents they packed their tents up and they moved around sometimes so at this time moses when he got to this point he could have said no i got all this greenery here and there's animals out here and water and all these dates and he could have stayed. He could have, he could have, he could have stayed and he could have just been fine. But if he didn't push forward, if he didn't keep wanting to do more and trying to get closer and he had this burning desire to understand why God was not hearing the prayers of the, the cries of the, the, the people that was in bondage for 400 years. So he had this burning desire to find out what's going on about that. And God led him to the mountain and, and, you know, he seen the bush that was, 
that was burning but was not being consumed. And those of you that haven't heard the um, the story that I told about that, what God had showed me in 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 my in my uh, journey, go back to some of the episodes, listen to some of the episodes. But the drive to keep going forward is what made so many blessings come from that. Same thing like Father Abraham. Everybody knows about Father Abraham. You know, Father Abraham had many sons. And many sons had Father Abraham. Okay. The key to Father Abraham, what people didn't understand, what people don't understand, or are not willing to understand because they're not studying it. If you ask a person that might even have an understanding of what happened back then, they would say that Father Abraham did something for God to count him as righteous. But there was nothing that Abraham had done. It was what he believed. And what he believed was that God told him that he was going to be the father of many nations. He would have so many uh children from from his bloodline that it would be like the stars in the sky or the sands on the beach you couldn't count them now he was in his 90s i believe his late 90s when god told him that and his wife sarah was also of high age where she wasn't expected to have any children but he believed it And that's why God counted him, credited him with righteousness, only because he believed what God had said. So here we are. We're part of many nations. What are we going to do? Are we going to just sit around and stay complacent and not try to help others in this this terrible time that we're going through? Are we going to just... You know, sit back, be complacent, and feel that I'm good, and drive past a homeless man that's that's laying on the side of the road, or walk past the the homeless woman that's that's laying there while you're going to go have this big meal and enjoying the day or whatever. You're outside. There's a reason why we. Are listening to what I'm saying. We need to do something. We need to be a part of something. And you can't you can't go back and say, "Well, I did this. I I I gave this amount of money um last year or some." No, this we're talking about now. It's important times. You know who knows what what's going to happen. Who's going to be our president or what type of um rules are going to be broken or or. Or different things is going to be changed or, you know, who knows what's going to happen. You know, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, God just reminded me of a dream that I had. It wasn't but maybe about 10 years ago. And it was a short dream. So it's not going to be long, very short. But he just reminded me of it. So um, on the other side of this uh, this break... We're going to we're going to talk about that real quick and then um, 
yeah, we're going to definitely go go that route. So we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back. Yeah, man. I know that uh, <laughs> the election is tomorrow and, you know, this is going to be an archive. So, you know, I just hope that everyone that was able to get out and vote. Uh, it's very important. You know, it's definitely very important. Um, you know, before before we went to break, you know, I <laughs> I was reminded by God to my heart about a dream that he had given me uh, several years ago, probably about 10 years ago. But before, before I speak on that, that dream, one, I want to thank uh, another um, uh, pastor, a friend of mine that became pastor several years ago. I spoke about him before, Pastor Leslie Allen Taylor, my homeboy and uh, brother in Christ. We grew up together and I, a couple of stories I, I told, you know, in some of my episodes, he was a part of them. You know, one of the most powerful ones that he was a part of was that uh, when I was still uh, strung out on crack cocaine and and uh, I had spoke with him. We was hanging out one night and, you know, and we was getting ready to break. And he says, what you going to do? I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what I do. And he said, you still doing that? I said, yeah, man. I said, I, I really believe that that God wanted me to do that. And I said something to that effect to him. And he literally called me crazy. He said that was the devil. And he was 100% right. And But thank thank God that um, God delivered me from that coke, from the cocaine. And, and uh, turned my life completely around. So I'm very grateful. However, what I was saying is I just was finishing a fast. A, uh, a family men- member of mine uh, had asked me to join in on a fast because their son was going through um, a very, very hard time um, dealing with the police and a little bit of mental illness. And so I was obliged to be a part of that. I, you know, welcomed that. So um, right at the end of the fast today, like maybe uh, 10 minutes, I looked at my phone. I cut my phone off and um, Pastor Taylor reached out to me asked me to call him he needs to talk to me he, he didn't know I was fasting now of course I was fasting for my family member but meanwhile while I'm fasting for an in specific individual uh, situation I'm I'm praying about other things as well and one of the things I pray for is that I would be led by God that I would speak what he would have me to speak that I, you know that I would touch the hearts that he is leading me to touch and to help and so my brother Al, Pastor Taylor, asked me would I um, put together a small sermon and speak at his church online. Yes, absolutely. You know, one thing that God showed me about this podcast was that this was going to open up a window for me in speaking what he has me to speak about, things about my dreams or things how um, I've dealt with in my life that people were going to start asking me to speak or preach, teach, however God leads me. 
So of course I said 100% yes And I just wanted to put it out there And tell him that I truly thank him for Being led by God to even ask me to speak So what am I going to speak on? I don't know yet I'm going to pray and fast on that And um, and uh, when, that, when that comes up When that date comes up I will mention it and put it out there So hopefully uh, my listeners on the podcast Can listen to that We'll see how it goes Well I'm sure it's going to go well Because I'm, I'm going to be led by God I'm not planning on diverting From listening to the Spirit of God So with that said I had a dream probably about Oh boy Maybe about seven years ago Now I don't remember a whole bunch of details leading up to this part but all I know is that life had changed so dramatically where so many people were homeless so many people had to leave what they were so comfortable in in living in in their apartments, in their homes and most of the people that I knew that were, were like this were people that were in New York, Staten Island, New Jersey, and you know Connecticut, these areas like that. But the thing about it was, it was so devastating. Life was so devastating. You know, honestly, I believe, I believe in my dream that it was at during the time that where people had to receive the mark of the beast. So if you didn't, if you didn't have the mark, you couldn't get food. If you didn't have the mark, you couldn't get gas. If you didn't have the mark, you couldn't do anything because the mark was your way of paying your way that was your that was your money you get the mark you can get whatever you want you don't got the mark trouble so people had to run to the hills run to the mountains now we already live in the mountains and where we live is situ- situated in such a way that our backyard is is a it goes down and behind that is all rural rural area so there's no other homes back there and in my dream there was maybe 70 people or families that were living in tents behind our house I had you know I had um, fire pits set up I had you know my house was the, the hub but we would give food we would have food for people and you know uh, medicines and 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 I remember my my uh my bedroom our bedroom my wife and my bedroom is uh in the back of the house and off we have a um, small like a four by six um upper deck and that's pretty much my altar I mean I pray a lot from that altar I pray for everyone and I raise my hands, I cry, I sing, I speak in the language of the Lord or through the Holy Spirit. And in my dream, I was out there and I was preaching to the people. Now, you know, some people some people will have a dream like that and think, okay, I gotta be a preacher, okay, I gotta be a preacher. I'm like, look, I'm that was a powerful dream to go with a lot of other dreams I had but I never was a rush I never was in a rush to run out and just I'm a preacher I gotta preach I gotta preach I gotta preach I gotta go on the corners and stuff no I I felt like it was more important for me to to study the scriptures 
So whenever it was time for God to use me, then I would be ready. You know, I'm still on my journey. I mean, you know, when I look at my my paper, my list of what, you know, where I'm where I'm heading, I completed my I'm I'm a certificated certificated minister. You know, working on my license, working toward being ordained. I mean, some people don't even have to go through those things. Some people just say, I'm, I'm, I am those things. God ordained me. Now, true, like I read in the scripture earlier, yeah, God did ordain us before we even came through the birth canal. However, in man's eyes, you, you, you still have to have that paper. You have to have that certificate. You, got, you have to have that license. You have to have that, that ordination paper. So I'm working on it. I mean, I'm not in a rush, but, I'm, you know, I'm working on it. But it's been a blessing to me because I'm learning so much, so much more about the scriptures. Now, am I, am I preaching right now? I'm not preaching. I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about things that, uh, that happened to me. I'm talking about dreams and things. So anyway, so the dream pretty much ended like that. I woke up and I was like, I can't believe it. I'm sitting there. I had all these people in my backyard. I go back and look. No, nobody's back there. Okay. It was a dream. Just like a lot of my other dreams. All right. I didn't even write that one down. It was just, that one stuck with me because every time I go out there and I pray and I worship God and I'm sitting and I relax, uh, you know, in summertime having a cold, cold uh, lemonade or whatever. I, it always crosses my mind. Now, I did talk about a dream I was going to speak about that I didn't talk about yet. And I'm not going to talk about that now. I'm going to wait until God really prompts me to speak about that one because it was extremely powerful concerning me preaching and uh, teaching the word. So, you know, right now I'm having a conversation. I'm, I'm just speaking. This is a podcast. I'm telling you about things, how I feel about different things and things to look out for, whatever. Who knows? what this is going to be in a year from now or two years or five years for that matter. I'm just so thankful to be able to have this opportunity to be able to speak with you guys and uh, to get responses from you and, and to have some of you to support financially this podcast. That is such a blessing that I just see it being a blessing to others, you know? So, so thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So I want to, I want to kind of end on a small prayer. It's a it's a new prayer, but it's not it's not like a big old thing. But but, you know, my pastor, Pastor Dave Crosby, when he he speaks about this, he always he makes me laugh because he speaks about it in a different way than the way I do. I because I always pray that prayer, you know, uh, now I lay me down to sleep and pray the Lord my soul to keep. He stops right there. He prayed the Lord's soul to keep. But that was used to be my prayer for a long time. But so I changed it a little bit. And it's just one part. If God helps me to add to it, I will. But this is it. Uh, If I should die before tonight, I thank the Lord for blessing me and saving my soul and making it all right. (laughs) So that's it. That's it right there. We're going to end tonight's um, podcast on that note. And I want to thank everyone once again for listening. And please tell someone about the podcast. And remember, we're going to be helping people in different ways, homeless, uh, hungry, all different types of things. So if you, you feel touched in your, touched in your heart to, to be a blessing, feel free. Go to the homepage, tap on support, and uh, lend your support. 
as we continue to help and bless others. So once again, thank you. Until the next time, be safe out there because the pandemic is still a rage. So be careful, be safe, and God bless.